Comcast launches gigabit internet service in Seattle. T-Mobile wants you to try out its digits. And the creator of Android has a brand new phone that he wants you to try out. It's Geared Up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We've got a lot to talk about this week. First off, though, don't forget, if you want to tune in to Geared Up, just subscribe to Andrew's YouTube channel at youtube.com slash gearlive, or you can check out the GeekWire Facebook page for a behind-the-scenes glimpse every week when we record. Plus, you can go to geekwire.com slash geareduptup to subscribe to the podcast. That's right. We're all over the place. We make it easy for you to enjoy this content, no matter where you are. Let's talk about Comcast Gigabit internet service. Let's talk about it. This is the Comcast. new high-speed internet service from Comcast. They just rolled it out to Seattle this week. Yes. And it is- And other places too. So if you're listening in other right. places of the country, Gigabit is being launched in many areas nationwide. In fact, we have a coverage map that we've already oh, actually just, just lined up, <laughs> lined up here. Is. So you can see it's across the country. The red uh, tabs here are where it is. So it's everywhere. If you're not seeing this from you know the Great Lakes to the South to Florida- all the way over to California, the Pacific Northwest. What's happening in the Northeast over there? What are all those black dots for? Uh, you know, I think that might be uh, coming soon or something like okay. that. I'll have, to, I'll have to look that okay. up. Okay. At any rate, this is rolling out. It is coming out, but you need a DOCSIS 3.1 modem. Right, to, to support these new speeds. Old modems don't support them. That's right. And so this is something that's a challenge for me. So I just upgraded to a DOCSIS 3.0, or at least I just bought a DOCSIS 3.0. Now, when 3. you say just, does that mean like three years ago? Last year. I know year. what just Last is Last year, you. February 2016. <laughs> I looked it up in my Amazon account. Okay. So okay. February so a little over a year. Yes. And so, but I paid a good 80 bucks for this thing. It's okay. A, Comcast uh, supported or Comcast approved compatible, or compatible yeah. you know, Wi-Fi router and modem. And this is one that, you know, you basically can sign up for. And the whole idea with these things is you want to save money. So you buy them yourself. Yes. Now I went on this morning onto Amazon, the cheapest modem and it's a modem only okay. is $160. So it's not a router. It's just a modem. That's right. 160 And so this is no inexpensive proposition. Oh, not at all. But I mean, you know, you're you're paying for well, you can act, obviously you can rent one from Comcast, right? That's right. You don't have to go on. You buy can do one. T- the ten dollars a month. There's a new, uh, basically a, a gateway that they have that right. you can get for ten bucks a month. So you can do that, but then you're paying that in perpetuity. Yes. And the whole idea with the uh, buying the modem yourself is that you pay for it once and then you don't pay for it again. Right. Until they release a faster speed again. That's right. Like is what has happened to you. Exactly. Um, so so what are you going to do here though? Are you doing this? Well, here's the deal. I actually did a test. I'm paying about. 70 bucks a month, 80 okay. bucks a month for, for Comcast for their just normal internet service. Do you know what your speed I, is? I think it's performance, performance is what I'm getting. Is that uh, 100 megabits? So I'm getting roughly, they promised 70 megabits down. Okay. I actually did a speed test this morning. I'm getting 80 down. Well, that's whenever you do a speed test, Comcast kind of buffers that so that you get a better result. Do they really? Yes, they do. Okay. But still, I mean, you're getting what you're paying for is really what's happening. So that's good. But the problem I have with Comcast, this is my problem with them. I actually moved to where I live um, because I wanted to get the best internet I could, as ridiculous as that might sound. So at the time when I moved, it was about eight years ago, and I have Verizon. I had Verizon Fios, which has been purchased by Frontier. So it's Frontier Fios. I get even upload and download. So right now I get 100 down and 100 up. If I were to switch over to Comcast Gigabit, I would get 1,000 down and then 35 up. That's right. I would lose 65 megabits of upload speed. 
Like, that makes no sense. It's a 1,000 up. I mean, it's 1,000 down. So you're getting 3.5% of your download as your upload speed. What is What is that? Why? Yeah, I know. That is one downside. That's terrible. No, no pun intended. So this costs, if you're going to do it without a contract, it costs about $160 a month. Okay. That's the other downside. So if you do a, like a CenturyLink promotion, yep. they will allow you to have this for about 80 bucks a month. Now you have okay. to bundle that with some other things. So CenturyLink is giving you gigabit for that month? Gigabit. 80, okay. Just purely the, the internet portion of right, your bill. Right, right. Now Comcast is also offering a promotion where if you do this under a year contract, so you mm-hmm. hook up with them for a year for gigabit service, you get it down to 110 a month for, okay. for the internet alone. So price-wise, upload speed-wise, it's not exactly the greatest deal. Right. But here's the thing. like CenturyLink has been advertising gigabit in my neighborhood for, gosh, upwards of two years. I just checked this morning. I still don't have it in South wow. Seattle's Ballard neighborhood. It's very patchy. Option. It's like at my download speed, like the, the, they're promoting the download speed that I can get. It's yeah. like 1.5 megabits a wow. second. I mean, it's like, wow. wow. Congratulations. <laughs> um, exactly. No, that's interesting. So there is a lot of gigabit in Seattle, but for some reason that I'm not totally understanding, it's in a lot of the apartment buildings. That's right. So if you live in one of these, uh, you know, many, one of many Seattle apartment buildings, you can get gigabit internet right away. And then if you live in a home, though, you you're kind of stuck and, and until now that Comcast came out. Now the the nice thing, you know, giving throwing them a bone is that Comcast upload speeds typically are ten megabits. So when you go to gigabit, you're actually getting a little bit of a bump to thirty five. But I just see that as it's just very disappointing to, you know, I, I don't see why I'd want to to lower my upload speed because upload speed nowadays is very important. A lot of the smart home things that we do, you know, if you if you have a smart doorbell, for example, with a video feed, when you're looking at that feed on your phone, that's taking advantage of your upload speed, not your download speed. So there's a lot more things we're doing in our homes now that require decent upload speed. And I'm waiting for Comcast to give that to us. Now, here's the thing you may not know about this. Have you heard of Comcast Gigabit Pro? No. All right, Comcast also offers in the Seattle area Gigabit Gigabit Pro, and they actually launched that a while ago. Okay. Gigabit Pro is actually two gigabits. What? Two Who possibly needs that? I guess people who are doing massive files. Sure. Well, I think it's really more of a proof of concept for for them to just be able to say, see, we can do this too. Everybody else is doing gigabit. We can do two gigabits. But the cool thing is it's two gigabits down and two gigabits up. So it shows they have the ability to offer very decent upload speeds, and they're just not doing it. Gigabit Pro requires, though, a $500 install fee and a $500 setup fee. So it's 1000 bucks, um, and it costs $249 a month. But, you know, if it's worth it to you, you would then get two gigabits down and up, which, um, you know... It's much different than a thousand down and thirty-five up. Here's the thing: for the average home out there, the average yeah. person streaming videos, mm-hmm. doing all these sorts of things, is it worth it in your mind to to pony up for one of these just basic gigabit services? Well, the other thing is, you know, it, the other thing that you have to think about is the data cap. Comcast still imposes a data cap, and if you get Gigabit Pro, there's no data cap. Okay, but if you have Gigabit or below, you have I think it's a one terabyte cap, and yeah, then they which start charging ridiculously you. high yeah, though. It, Mm, no? no? Could you actually download a terabyte of data? It's in a download month? and upload. Okay. So again, the more like if you're if you're a home that says we're cutting the we're cutting the cord and we're doing Hulu and Netflix and you know YouTube and all that, and you have your two kids with their iPads watching YouTube and you have, you know, your Netflix, like you're gonna blow through that. You're watching 4K Netflix streams, get ready to start paying ten dollars per gigabit above 
your plan. And it's like that is the problem here is, you know, Comcast is the one with these with these caps. If you have Frontier like I do, there's no cap. I can I can leave Netflix on 24/7 and there would be no nothing, you know, it doesn't matter. Okay. I don't pay anything extra. So that's that's another problem you have to consider. So do you buy your own modem or do you rent one from Comcast? I use Frontier. So Front, I don't okay, ha- right. Comcast does my TV and I use Frontier for internet specifically because I don't want a slow upload and data caps. So do you rent your modem from Frontier? I have my own router. So they do different because it's fiber. They actually put something called an ONT outside of your home. You can't buy your own one of those because it's like they attach it to the outside and the inside. So, um, you know, you can't just go buy that on your own. It's very like looks very like official hardware. But uh, my 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 router, I do just use my own router, which they allow you to do. So I don't have to rent it from them. Okay, so what should people be thinking about here as, as these gigabit oh, services man. roll out? I guess just explore your options. Yeah, the, yeah, and that's the problem. Out there. If you're in Seattle, you usually only have one option, and it's usually Comcast. You know what I mean? Yes. So in that sense, it's like if you want fast internet, that's your only option. Um, if you live outside of the city, um, then you, you start to see more options. If you live in one of the apartment buildings, definitely go with Gigabit because they're giving you Gigabit for 50 bucks a month with no data cap. Um, so, you know, Comcast just has, they're here and they're arriving with Gigabit finally, but it just seems like their Gigabit offering is much worse than other Gigabit offerings that other companies across the country and even here in Seattle are, are providing. And I think it's because they are the big, you know, for lack of a better term, monopoly, and they, they're able to give you crappy service because where else are you going to go? Now, I will say the one thing that did get my attention, I'm a big advocate, in case you can't tell, of buying your own modem, buying your own router, yeah. using those. This XFI, is that how you pronounce it? XFI. XFI yes. gateway seems pretty slick in terms of the ability to, to set things up. It, it's compatible yes. with gigabit. I'm thinking about going that direction. You got to do it. If, if I go. But then like, I'm th- like, just when I thought, just when I thought I'd escape, they pull me back you in. You sell your old one. Yes. Get the new one, you sell your sell old your one. Sell your old one. Is that what you use do? that as a coupon. But, but I always I, do I mean, that. I, my bill is only like 70, 80 bucks a month for Xfinity. I, I want it to stay there. It's not staying. Okay. If you want faster internet, you're not staying there. All right. You're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire, and we'll be right back. All right, welcome back to Geared Up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. We are rounding up the week's gadget news. We just talked about Comcast Gigabit. Yeah. And that whole whole de- dilemma. It's a debacle. <laughs> it's not, I don't think it's a debacle. It's, a, it's an interesting <laughs> dilemma. On yes, it is. You want to pay for that kind of upgraded You're service. You're doing it. You're doing it. We're I, reviewing I, it on I, the show. All right. <laughs> now, let's talk about another thing where I've been a guinea pig okay. over the past week or so. Here T-Mobile we go. just launched a new service called Digits. Yes. And the whole idea here is to separate your number from your device Mm -hmm. and then sort of patch it back together in interesting ways. So there's a few different things you can do here. One of them is you can add a second number to one phone. Right. The other thing is you can create a situation where you can access your number on a variety of different devices. Right, which is cool. It is cool. So basically it turns your phone number into a piece of software, essentially, that, that you can use to... Uh, put on a different device, get different calls. It, right. So you can use yeah. it on your, so you can take your phone number, you can have it on your phone, you can have it on your tablet, you can have it on your smartwatch. If your smartwatch has, you know, LTE capabilities on your computer, basically you can use your phone number anywhere without having to physically remove the SIM card. By the same token, you can now add a second phone number to your SIM card 
and swap between them on the fly. Okay. So we asked our live stream audience to call into my new digits number during the break. So let's see if anybody calls in. Right. So let's talk about the, the setup process. On talk this. about it because it looked pretty difficult and it did. frustrating. So you basically have to go into the, the T-Mobile app and then you have to go into the digits app. I ended up calling support. It was as if the support people were learning this along with me. <laughs> and so initially I, I set it up. I told them I wanted a second line, the person mm-hmm. on the phone line. Oh, here it is. Someone's calling. Someone's calling in. All right. I'm going to Someone's take calling. Call. All right. Hold on. All right. Put on speaker. Hello. Hello. You're on Geared Up. Who it is? Hey, guys. This is Christian from San Jose. Christian from San, San Jose. Jose. San Jose, California. <laughs> all right. Uh, Perfect. Who just won? All right. Uh, so how are we going to get him the shirt? First of all, how do we sound? <laughs> do we sound you okay? Sound great. Um, I'll be in Seattle. My uh, my office is in Seattle. I'm just down here uh, temporarily, so I can I can swing by in Seattle anytime. That that sounds great. So on your end, the audio quality it sounds pretty good. Yeah, it's perfect on Facebook and on here. Okay, nice. Very nice. nice. Are you now? Are you calling from a T-Mobile line, or are you on another carrier? Uh, I'm on AT and T. Okay. Very All nice. Right. Very cool. Well, hey, congrats on winning the shirt. And Thanks we're gonna, for calling in. Yeah, we're going to hand you over to Brian, and he's going to he's going to get all your information. Thanks so much. Love your show. Okay. Thank hey, you. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah, Don't hang up. Okay. There it is. There it is. Live. We've got a winner. Live. Congratulations, Christian. And now, by the that way, fun. If, if you're hearing this on the podcast or the radio show, sorry. Yeah, you got to tune into the live stream. This is one of the perks. One of the perks. We do giveaways. That's right. Live. So that was uh, great. So tune in next time. So it worked. <laughs> it worked. It worked that time, but, but it the setup process was very complicated. It was it was a little bit just 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 janky. Is that the right word? I think so. I yeah. mean, it, it looked like well, the problem that I saw as I was observing you was multiple times it said success, you're all done, good job, and then it wouldn't work. It right. would just keep going to voicemail. Pro tip here: what I eventually did was I logged out of the Digits app yep. and logged back in, and then it recognized my both of my lines. Okay. So the setup uh, we can link to the FAQ from the show notes yeah, on geekwire.com. Well but it, my advice is call in, get them to set it up for you, right? And then go through the process where you're logging out of the app and log back in. It, you know, I'm sure they'll smooth this out. But that is one of the issues with T-Mobile is they've been launching so many new things yeah. that it seems like when you call into their customer service reps, they have no clue what's going on occasionally it's <laughs> especially on, on day one it, 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 they are learning along with it's you. weird now i will say this they are very patient and kind of cool about like just saying hey this is new it's new for me too okay and i'm going to help you out as much as i can so right. it was a very pleasant call I've well had that's some, good i've had some unpleasant calls <laughs> with cus- other customer support yeah. lines but yeah but that was good so anyway that's t-mobile's new okay. digit well, line. pricing do you know pricing on this so the way the pricing works out is it's free to basically have a digits number that you can move among different devices. It's also free to get an extra digits number if you're using T-Mobile One Plus. Now, if you don't have T-Mobile One Plus, it costs an extra $10 a month with AutoPay to get an extra number. So that's how that all plays out. All right, so that is that. I'll, I'll continue to report back as I try this out. My whole idea and the reason I'm using it is to be able to create a work number for myself for the first time in like 15 years. Are you right? actually going to use it as a work number? I'm going to try. I'm going to try. Hey, I just gave it out publicly. That's it's true. Gonna be, it's going to. That's true. The, the the biggest issue is not going to be getting people to use this new number. It's going to be getting people to not right. use Stop the using old, the old number that that I've been not happening. Doing, so. All right. So very quickly here in our our few moments that we have left here, Andrew, mm-hmm. Andy Rubin. Andy Rubin, the creator of Android, came out with two new devices this past week: the right. Essential Phone and then a new Echo competitor. Yeah, 
tell us the gist. What are the key things for people to know here? Um, well, there's a few things here. It's actually more than two devices. So Andy Rubin founded Danger. Do you remember the sidekick back in the day? Yes, of course. The sidekick was the, uh, the Blackberry of the young folks. He co-founded that company. He co-founded Android, which we obviously know kind of upended the smartphone world. Um, it's basically Apple and Android these days. Um, so he's back. He left Google maybe a couple years ago. And um, he's back with his new company called Essential. And um, the main product that they're launching right now is the new Essential phone, the Essential PH1. It's a flagship caliber device, $699, made of titanium and ceramic and Gorilla Glass 5. And the cool thing about that is that titanium is insanely strong. So what they did was they showed the results of a drop test. Um, a corner drop test. So if you drop your phone and it lands corner first, that's kind of like the worst. You don't want that because you're going to shatter your right. display and all that. Now, the iPhone survived, the Galaxy S8 survived, and the Essential phone survived. They all survived. They all still worked. But what was interesting was the iPhone had discoloration and scuff marks. Basically, you tore off some of the anodization coloring. Same with Samsung. And on the Essential phone, it looked like brand new, like nothing, wow. like it hadn't even, nothing happened to it. So it's a very strong device. It looks very good. Um, and again, it's got a flagship spec. So it's going to be a top level smartphone. And they're calling this like a modular phone. Yeah. They're, so they're saying it's a modular phone. That, and the reason why is if you look here in this image, we have an image up on the screen if you're listening, it shows a 4K 360 degree camera. That you can attach to it. Right. So that's another essential product. So it's a 4K camera. That hat that you basically it magnet magnetically attaches. There's these two contact points for accessories, so you can magnetically attach this 4K camera. Um, they also are coming out with a wireless charging dock that uses that same magnetic area, and um, obviously there's going to be more things coming for that as well. And the nice thing about the modularity there versus modularity we've seen on other phones like the LG G5 or the Moto mods is that you don't have to take the phone apart and piece something else in there. And you don't have to, with Moto Mods, like you put on a new mod modular thing, you have to like reboot the phone. This, you just snap it on, it works, you snap it off, it's done. Um, the other cool thing is the camera. It's got two cameras on the back, similar to iPhone 7 Plus, but you know, with cameras like this, you can switch between the two. So you can have like your regular camera or your zoomed in camera. On the iPhone. Right, or on the LG G6, they have the regular camera and the other one is like a wide angle. So it gives you a wider, wider angle shot. With this, one, they're the same. They're both 13 megapixel, but one is a color camera and one is a monochrome. So what happens is the monochrome camera, since it's not dealing with color, can take in 200% more light. So it'll actually take two images at the same time and then fuse them together. So even if you're in a low light situation, you'll get really good looking pictures. So pricing is $699. When can people get this? It's $699. You can reserve one right now. And I say reserve instead of pre-order because you don't have to give a credit card. So you basically go in and you prepare your order and you give them your like your email, your address, everything like that. And then when it's ready to purchase, you just go in and put your credit card in and they'll send it to you. They're going to ship it probably within the next month. So within 30 days. Um, and then you, will it work on any carrier? Any carrier. It's completely unlocked. So they're, I don't even know if they're selling it through the carrier stores, but you can get it directly from them. Put any SIM card in there. It's going to work out of the gate, international as well. Um, the camera is $200 on its own, but if you buy it with the phone, it's only 50 bucks. So this is very exciting. Um, 
Essential basically wants to, they don't want to be a phone company. They want to be a technology company similar to Apple or what Amazon's been doing on their hardware side. So they've got a lot of other devices. We mentioned the uh, Essential Home. Um, Echo competitor. Echo competitor. So there's a lot of things that I find exciting because if there's anyone who can just jump in to this world and compete, it's going to be Andy Rubin. And so just looking at his track record. So this is actually probably, you know, for me, the most exciting smartphone release, you know, that I've seen this year. Very good. Even above the S8. So that is the new essential, essential phone. Essential or essential, Essential, yes. However you want to pronounce it. Essential.com if you want to check it out. Good stuff. All right. Until next time, you're listening to Geared Up on GeekWire. I'm Todd Bishop. I'm Andrew Edwards. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to Geared Up, the weekly tech and gadget podcast. Check out more of Andrew's reviews at youtube.com slash gear live and follow all of our coverage at geekwire.com.